Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's happening out there, podcast land? This is Hank Meadows, um, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. This is the Mosaic of Marion. It is so great to have you with us today. And so, hey, I've got my home slice, hey, Miss Mona. Again. <laughs> Get excited, girl. <laughs> yes. Can you We're not excited. hear the excitement in her voice? <laughs> hey, just off to the side, he, he's going to jump in every so often. We have producer Dan with us. Hey, hey. Boy, I have some <laughs> man guys that want to talk a lot. Hey, guys, if you have your Bible, which I pray that you do, Go ahead and turn to the book of Romans, chapter 5. Full confession here. I've told these guys. Um, I am intimidated <laughs> straight up um, by the book of Romans. You know, it's called the the Constitution for the Christian, or how, you know, so many people like Faith Hall of Fame, the Hall of Faith. It's just called the Church's Constitution, the Christian Constitution, the Constitution of the Christian. What I've heard it spoken of many times. But let's just put it this way. It's deep theology. It is. Okay. Yep. Well, and no, I, I thought you were going to say something more. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, <laughs> Inside joke, y'all. Well, and Paul's, um, I mean, just the way his writing and his um, parenthetical thoughts and his, I mean, it it's. It takes a lot to study it and read it and know what he's talking about. Yeah, this is definitely not a book you skim through. No. No. Um, I, I mean, I think I've heard people tell people to, you know, start with Romans. Don't start with Romans. No, if you've never oh, read anything Atlanta. else. No, that's not a good idea. Go. I, I just go <laughs> with the old faith. We'll just talk about that for just a second. I tell you what, let's pray, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about it, and then we'll jump in. You'll read because I want to. I want to say something about that. Okay. Okay. Father God, we come and, and Lord. We're so thankful for you, for what you've done for us. Thank you, the fact that you are a living God, that, Lord, you are truly, as you said in the Old Testament, you're the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And, Father, in in the New Testament, you're God the Father, and you're the one that Jesus said he was always in close communion with and close contact with God, and he sought to always please you. And he did that because although he is said to be your son, um, we also read that he is um, the, has the Godhead fully dwelling in him. And so, Lord, we come today, we ask that the power of the Holy Spirit be at work in all of us when we speak, and that, Lord, not only in us, but as we speak, God, it would go out into the listeners, and I pray you would draw someone to you, and may the walk um, of them and their Christianity grow. Lord, we love you today, and we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, hey, w- w- here, here's a quick thing, and you just got me on that road. I'm sort of a traditionalist in that, in that, you know, first say people are like, well, preacher, where do I start reading in the Bible? The Gospel of John. Right. I- I'm sort of a traditionalist in that. Yep. It, it, it shows the supremacy of Jesus, mm-hmm. and um, it just so shows them a lot. You know, you have the I am statements. And, and that, so would you go anywhere different? Do you? T- no. And where do you go second? Do you tell them? Do you give them like an order? No. I mean, do you? I don't. Mm, no. Producer Dan, you you give an order. When the first time that I ever read all the way through the the New Testament, I started with John and then backtracked and started with the the rest of the Gospels. Yeah. I, I usually I will sort of pick. So we're a little different in that. 
which is fine. I mean, they're the gospels. <laughs> I would usually say go to John first and then go to Mark because it's Peter. If you don't know, basically Mark is just cataloging what Peter experienced. Hmm. Most seem to think that the gospel of Mark is Peter's remembrances about everything that is heavily influenced by Peter. And then I'll, I'll usually say go um, John to Mark to Luke and then back to Matthew. Matthew's written the most from a Jewish Just perspective, right, right. Um, quotes more from the Old, Old Testament, Testament than anybody. Gotcha. So that that's just me. Look, hey, I want to say it one more time. As long as you're reading. Right. You know, as you said, <laughs> somebody said, start with the with Romans. No. No. <laughs> Just not <laughs> Please that. Please don't. It's deep, y'all. But hey, we're going to start. I'm gonna but let, eventually get to oh, it. Oh, my lanta, yes. I because mean, so, it's I, amazing. I and think the truths I have that are here are amazing. Through the first nine chapters, I sort of take this chunks at a time, mm. which in actuality I've not preached in it in a while, and I need to come back to it. Uh, I've pr- I'll preach one through three, four through six, and then seven through nine, and um, so I think it I've got to uh, come back to it pretty soon. Um, well, marrying people, all that says is I'll be here for a while longer, <laughs> like it or not. Woo-hoo. <laughs> So anyway, so go ahead and read Miss Mona, and then we'll jump in. Do you want me to do just 15? Yeah, just 15. Okay, so we're in Romans chapter 5, verse 15. But the free gift is not like the trespass. But if if many died through the one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. First thoughts. (laughs) Well, I'm going to back up and say that I brought this passage to your attention because I had read um, in a book um, and was kind of struck by the abounded. And so we start and wanted to talk about grace. Right. And so, so that's kind of like where it came from. And then when we start with 15 and we read the free gift is not like the trespass. I'm sure there are many who say, what in the world does that mean? So what does that mean, Hank? <laughs> the word trespass means sins right yes, there. It, it means does. when you basically like you <laughs> trespass. Over. Think about it this way. Um, God's commandments are, are lying in the sand, in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, how God expects us to live. And so that when we trespass, it's like trespassing on somebody's land. You cross over that line and you do that which God does not condone. So there you go, Ms. Mona. Right. <laughs> well, in, in the... I was struck too as I was reading it and looking at um, the words and stuff that that free gift is means a gift of grace, and so that free gift, that free gift of salvation, is a gift of grace. But if we're gonna really get the whole context of this, mm-hmm. because you know, you know me, yep, text without context Acts, is pretext. I'm right there with you. Um, so just prior to that, and this whole chapter is talking about being justified there in verse one, that we're justified by faith. <laughs> Um, you know, the great verse, um, verse 8, but God showed his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And we go through all that, and then we get to verse 12. And here, here's really the context of it, mm-hmm. of this whole paragraph. Just FYI. So when now you may look at um, your Bible, if you have it in front of you, you may say, well, preacher Hank, that, that's a paragraph before. I don't really, you know, we put the paragraphs right. in. Right. Um, Okay, here's a little teaching moment. 
when Paul wrote the book of Romans, he didn't say chapter one, right, <laughs> right. verse one. Right, right. He we just put the wrote numbers it. in. We put the, yeah. And so we put in the numbers. Um, we put in the chapters where we thought were breaks. And by we, I'm using the air quotes here, <laughs> those that put this together. So a paragraph, really in theological terms, and when you're speaking biblically, at least from my point of view, when you say a paragraph, you're talking about a complete thought. Mm-hmm. So a complete thought in this context would be, and this is verses 12 through the end of the chapter. It's right. one complete thought. So the thought for this comes really in verse 12 when it says, therefore, now therefore is therefore a <laughs> reason. He reaches all the way back to the first, uh, and probably you could go back to chapter the beginning of chapter 4 right. in all seriousness. Because it's talking about Abraham being justified by faith, the promise, mm-hmm. and then we get peace with God through faith. And then he says, I've said all that to reason. Here's the right, reason. Right. Sin came into the world through one man right. and death through sin. Right. Who was that man? Adam. Adam. Why not Eve? Be- Why don't we say Eve? I don't know. Um, because Adam was the one who was given the command. Right? Yes, yes. Yes. And so he is the one who deliberately disobeyed the command that God gave him. There you go. Remember, it says it. Eve was deceived. Right. The snake literally tricked her. Right. Adam flat out in sin right. chose to chose go with to Eve. Right. Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, Eve just, the Bible says we could go to it. The Bible says turn and says take and eat. And he took and ate. Ate. Right. Took an eat. That's great grammar there. Chatham, Virginia. <laughs> the people. grammar police just showed up, <laughs> knocking at the door. So the here it is. She looked at Adam and says, "Take and eat," and he took and ate. Mm-hmm. So and it even says in here, and I, I, I seriously cannot take it to the book chapter. I mean, it's Romans. I can't take it to the chapter and verse. Um, but when you're talking, I'll look. Eve was deceived. So, but Adam just flat out sinned. Right. Remember, there there are different types of sin. Now, hers was still sin. Right, but but as I study scripture, as I look at it, the sin of commission, where you just flat do it, yep, may carry may, and I'm not trying to speak for God, and I'm but I'm basing this on what scripture says. Mm-hmm. Her of omission that she was tricked into it, deceived into it, seems to be a little bit less because he blames Adam. Right, Adam did get the command. Right, we know that. And Adam flat out just sinned. So Chose there's that. that. Right. Mm-hmm. By the way, I just put her on the spot yep. for that question. So much. <laughs> <laughs> but he does it every week. So That's right. why not? <laughs> but And then we get, well, let me just keep on for just a second. And then it says, so death spread to all mm-hmm. men because all sinned. Yes. What does that really mean? Well, because then it, it means that we are born sinners we are sinners and so because (laughs) that was a softball (laughs) (laughs) but i always expect it to be harder um because now because they adam sinned and so through that then we are all sinners when we are born um we're just we're born with that sin nature do you have chapter and verse no, you know I don't. Chapter 3, verse 23. <laughs> <do>. Yes, <laughs> that one works. <laughs> For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I mean, it just didn't get any any, any right. more plain than that. Producer Dan, you got anything there? Yeah, I mean... I see you looking a, at me. It's a, Well, it, 
and I, I can't, I don't remember what you what you were talking about in the sermon when you brought this up, but you know, it's it's a sin inheritance that we can't escape. A sinner plus a sinner, when they have a child, that child's going to be a sinner. So you know, there's there's all there's a lot of of new believers or people who are just starting to enter into a relationship with God. They say, "Well, I was a pretty nice person. Like I didn't I didn't kill anybody. I didn't." It doesn't matter. You've inherited that sin. And because of that, because of how perfect God is, he can't allow one spot or blemish into heaven. I was about to say, I'm like, I can't say that. Um, But psychologists will say, well, at man's core, they're pretty good. Yes, I remember being asked that in... Uh, education class? No, no, <laughs> we're not. We're a bunch of blatant sinners. I want to, I want to, I want to make sure I address something real quick. Uh, it, it's been on me since I said it. I don't want anybody to think that sins of omission are not as heavy as sins right. of commission. They're sin, right? But it was Adam who just flat ate. Right. right. There was something right. in that deception that God did not account it to her like He did Adam. I have no clue what it was. Don't come at me. <laughs> sin is sin, whether omission or commission. Sin is sin. Right. So I don't want you to read in or hear into what I said. So I wanted to make sure I got that. So go. Wait, where do you want me to go? I don't care. Well, and so. <laughs> Let's go to the Bible. <laughs> okay. So we know that sin came through Adam. And then because of that, death through sin. For we know that the wages of sin is death. And so, um, and so it's talking about how because of that, then we all... Um, well, in 14, it says, yet death reigned from Adam to Moses because that sin that Adam brought in then brought that death that yes. we all experience, that we all are under um, until we get that free gift of salvation from Christ. Mm-hmm. And that which is Jesus' death on the cross and, right. and resurrection. Right. Um, so then it goes, but Adam, who was a type of the one to come, he's just, he's another picture. Adam was the first man. He was the first, you know, said in scripture, he was the first Adam, Mm -hmm. Jesus, the the second second Adam. Adam. Right. You know, it talks about that in scripture. And so that Jesus had to come, you know, you may be saying, well, why did Jesus just show up and say, hey, whatever, you're good. If you do this, you can get in heaven. You ever thought about why, why couldn't God just do that? Just send down somebody and say, all right, here's a new command. Um, If you, I don't know, if you jump over a seven foot tall fence and you Wink your left eye and hold your right nostril closed, and your big toe has to have its toenail cut. (laughs) Then I will forgive you of all your sins, and you come to heaven. Why couldn't they have done that? That's pretty specific there. Why? Why couldn't they have done that? Well, I'm. What? What is your question? Why did he have to be born? Yeah. Why did Jesus have to come as a man and die for us? Why couldn't God have just made a new command? Do we want to go there? In Hebrews? Well, we are talking about <laughs> the fact that we're sinners. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to y'all. figure out where she's going. I have an idea. Let's see if I'm right. Any thoughts, Dan? Well, I mean, other than the fact that God knew I couldn't jump that seven-foot fence, so I'd automatically be out. No, but the, the currency has to fit the debt. I mean, it, it's one of those things that it had to be that way. It, it shows God's perfection. Because there was a debt that required a sacrifice that only God, in the form of Jesus... Why did it have to be Jesus? Why did it have to be God? Take it away, Mona. <laughs> oh, why did it have to be God? Why did it have I mean, to be why, Jesus? Why, why, because... it be, no, no, why, why was it either one? Why, I, I'm, I'm pushing y'all. 
Why you, did you know it have that. to be God? Yeah, well, I mean, as Jesus. I go back to, okay, let's say this. <laughs> let's say you have to say 100 prayers before you can be forgiven. And I know you said that the currencies, which I thought was really good. I'm going to steal that, by the way. Dan Amos, not just another pretty face. <laughs> I hope Wendy's listening. The currency's got to fit the crime. Is that what you said? The, oh, the currency stealing. has to fit the debt. Yeah. The yeah. De- I'm changing it to crime. <laughs> so, why? I'm trying to figure out what he's asking. So why was it? Why, why did, did it have Jesus, to be Jesus have to die? Why did he have to be born? I'm y'all told me to quit doing that. Dan told me to. Why did Jesus have to be born as a human? Okay. So in in Hebrews two it says therefore since therefore the children share in flesh and blood he himself likewise partook of the same thing that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. And then in chapter four, it talks about how then he is um, able to sympathize with us in our weaknesses. So that's why he had to take on flesh and blood. He, but Jesus came as God and was a perfect sinless man. And so that is what makes his sacrifice. I don't know if I'm answering your question, but that's what makes his sacrifice the correct currency for the debt that needed to be paid. Because as they did the sacrifices and that we see in Exodus, they had to use a spotless lamb and he was the spotless lamb because he did, did not have any sin. Did I answer your question? Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and us being human, we can't be spotless right. because we've inherited that right. sin. Right. And so, so Jesus was fully God and fully man, but he was not born of a man. He was born of a virgin with the Holy Spirit. So he didn't come through the seed of man. So he didn't have yeah, the simple I mean, nature. I think it's was it Romans or maybe First Corinthians. He talks about he breaks the right the, the lineage right there. Yeah, I mean the 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 standard was set by the law, right. number one, right? And it was a righteous law. You know, we think you know a lot of times we talk and the laws, whatever. It's it's it has no saving. Okay, big word here. It has no salvific, yeah, power, right? Um, which means it can't save you, right? And so was it not good? But in scripture we call it the righteous law, right? And its demands were perfection, right? And so. And everything you said, I would come back around and say, here's why it had to be God, because nothing on this earth is perfect. Nothing else, right. Mm-hmm. Nothing else could have satisfied Not it. by the blood of bulls and goats, right. because there's no bull or goat that's perfect. Right. There's 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 nothing that's perfect, so God had to come. So, yeah. So, he, he was a ty- Adam was a type. He said, and by the way, so it was man that sinned, so it needed man to pay the penalty. Right. And and that and it had to be perfect man. So you okay. go. So that's why he's saying right there in verse fourteen <clears throat> of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. So it was someone in the in the aspect of Adam that had to come. Adam was a human, so he had it to had come. Be, right. Mm-hmm. So it had to be through the human race, but it could not be through a regular human race right. because, like you said, because two sinners make a sinner, which is what I so eloquently have said many times <laughs> as pastor of Mary Baptist Church. So. Then we get so we say all that, and I know, ah, man, this is a theology class. Mm-hmm. Some colleges ought to be taking this and teaching <laughs> a whole thing. Um, so we get there, and that's when we get to the, but the free gift, mm-hmm. man. That free we we think is grace cheap? Cheap? No, it's very costly. 
It yeah. cost Jesus his life. It may be, you know, we say that salvation is free. Right. Grace is free. Right. But, but it's, it's not, not cheap. cheap. Right. It costs the blood, the life of Jesus. Right. You know, so it's it's not. Um, so then let's just move on. Here, here's our desire. I know this is your desire. Is is that we understand that the grace is what saves us. Right. Why why is that such a why is that such a big deal? Well, because when we know that it's the grace that saves us, then we can grab hold of the fact or we need to grab hold of the fact that it's nothing that we can do. It's not us. It's not jumping over a ten foot fence and whatever all those she things. She just went like three foot higher than <laughs> she I did. Upped it a little bit. She upped that ante. <laughs> I have no idea. Hey, by the way, let me oh this just hit me too. Wait, go let me look. It also goes to Ephesians chapter two, not by works, lest any, any man, man should boast. boast. Right. Yep. You yep. do finish my sentences. I do. For I me. told you I did. <laughs> Sometimes without even meaning to. <laughs> yeah. So it's but it scary, y'all. But because then, if we could do it, let's just be honest. Then God is beholden to. Mm-hmm. Wow, these big words I'm using. God is beholden to certain people being closer to the throne because mm-hmm. they've done more mm-hmm. work. Now, you've heard me say it a million times. I stole it from some other preacher. That's right. just a fact. The ground is level, as Dan's doing it. The ground is level at the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're all going to have the opportunity because we're all sinners. Right. Some of us just seem to think we're not. Right. But the truth is we are. Yeah. And so we need grace to show up. Right. Without grace, we would never enter the portals of heaven. Right. Okay, so now I've interrupted you. I don't know where you're at, but <laughs> I don't know where. But it, listen, many much more have the grace of God. You, God had no reason to save you, right? We miss that fact, mm-hmm. you know. And I say it all the time: you're not all in a bucket of fries. Right. <laughs> you're not so special that heaven just had to have you, right? But yet you are so special that mm-hmm. heaven did have to mm-hmm. have you. I was going to say he didn't need us, but he wants us. Right. See, he doesn't need to have us in, in relationship in order to feel whatever, complete he, or He's whatever. complete already. Right. Yeah, yeah, that, he's that he's, 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 he's got that he's, down for yeah. right, right. But he wants us. Yeah. He wants us to be in relationship so with him. So you like how I said that's what and, you're trying to say. Uh-huh. That he doesn't have to have us, right. but he has yes. to have us. Right, right. And so, right. And so we see that, that him... <laughs> He's dying. I got three rights. <laughs> oh, y'all. You just don't know. Um, <laughs> but we, because we see his his um, redemption plan from the very beginning. From the very yes. beginning in the Garden of Eden when they sinned. And um, and so, and, we, and I've, we've talked about it before, and we, but we see how from the very beginning God had a plan. And, um, and so, and it, all comes down to grace and it all comes down to, to what that free gift of grace. I loved how in um, 15, the very beginning, that free gift is a gift of grace. And then it talks about the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ. And that abounded is a super abounded. So it's not even just like, um, you know, we talk about how in John, it says that he came to give us life and to give it to us abundantly. And my he, favorite verse yes, of and, the Bible, pretty much. <laughs> and here we read that he gives us this, this grace is a super abounding to us. And so it's not just a little trickle of grace. It's, 
I mean, it's just, it's overflowing into us. And, and, um, if you want to do a, a great Bible study on your own, wow, I am spitting a lot on your <laughs> desk today. I'm glad I'm not nearby. <laughs> um, you want to do a great, just, just, and, and sometimes I do this in Bible studies. Like I've gone through, um, I, I think I shared with you, I went through the book of Genesis and every time God said, I am something. Now we just think about, I am being in the gospel of John, mm-hmm. But it's all throughout. I mean, several times God says, I am, in the book of Genesis. So I'm starting to highlight. But if you want to do a great, just go and throughout all the epistles, look at the adjectives that describe the work, the love, the mercy, the grace mm-hmm. of God. He, you rarely, I'm, cause I, don't, I, don't, I can't speak for the entire Bible because I don't have it memorized. You will rarely, if hardly ever, find God talking about his mercy or whatever and not say that he's rich in mercy or the mm-hmm. great grace. Now, right. sometimes he will, I'm pretty sure, but, but a lot of times, man, yeah, he throws in adjectives adverse. to give right. you that. He's not just, he doesn't have mercy. He is mm-hmm. rich in mercy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have just grace. He has great grace. Right, right. It's not just a hope. It's the blessed hope. Right, right. It's not just an appearing. It's the glorious appearing. Mm-hmm. He's not just God. He's the great God. Right. Which just highlights, oh, it just, that makes my heart beat because it just highlights the fact that we just have to read, be intentional about reading his word because we could so easily slip over those words. And, and especially, I mean, I remember when I first started doing, really doing Bible studies and and I would chuckle and laugh and say, I can't do this with English. The things that I was doing with Bible studies to help me understand what the word was saying. Like, I can't do this in English. I, I didn't, I wasn't a good student. I don't know. But, but to be able to do it. Nor was I. <laughs> but to be able to do it with the word so that you get those kinds of things. I mean, that's yeah. just one example of what you get yeah. when you spend time actually reading. Don't, don't, yeah, don't come to. Let me speak clearly here because I was about to say something I didn't want to say. <laughs> Come with an agenda. Yeah. I'm going to go back like I've said a minute ago, but not with an agenda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come with an agenda like you're looking for adjectives. You really want the Holy Spirit to show you some adjectives of God, but not an agenda just to get through it. Right. Uh, people just drive me bonkers, man. Well, I did my reading. I didn't understand anything what I read, but I did my reading for the day. Dear Jesus, y'all, amen. Or they come to me. I've had people literally text me on December 31st. Well, I read the Bible in a year, preacher. What'd you get out of it? I read it in a year. I don't care. What did you get from it? Kid you not. I've been a pastor here for 19 and a half years now, basically. I've never once told somebody, you ought to set out to read the Bible through in a year. Now, it's great... If you want to, I'm more about um, quality. Right. I've I've come to figure out in my time here. Usually, about when I'm taking my time. This is reading the book of Proverbs every month. This is reading. I'm always told you again. I don't know how we got here, but here we go. It's my podcast, by golly. But here we go. So right now, in the book of Exodus, I just finished up Genesis. I just finished up the New Testament. And now I'm going through the Old Testament, so I'm, I've read Genesis, now I'm in Exodus. So I'll read two chapters tomorrow in Exodus, I think it's four, I read three and four days, five and six tomorrow. And then I'll read, and I'm in the 
um, the book of Acts right now because I'll read somewhere in one of the Gospels of the book of Acts. I'm in Acts chapter 3 tomorrow. Then I'll go back and read the proverb of the day. Then I'll go back and I think it's Psalm 97 that I'll read tomorrow. So that's my reading for the day. Um, and I'm, ta- I'm taking notes. And I'm today I'll, just, I'll, I'll tell you about later on. But it takes about a year and a half right. to read all the way through. What am I less of a Christian? Right. Because I don't do it in a in a year. <laughs> you know, it's just the grace of God. Anyway, that, whatever. Have your own read style. <laughs> just I was read. Say, don't tell him I've told people to read it in a year. <laughs> hey, whatever. Okay, so closing this up, legit. There's a reason. We have two minutes. Oh. So let me read this to you that I read in a commentary, and I don't remember. I think it was. It might have been Matthew Henry, but it might have been somebody else. Um, The stream of grace and righteousness is deeper and broader than the stream of guilt. And when I read that, I just thought because it's true that we are sinners and it's true that we that we are great sinners um, as far as meaning with great. We have a lot of sin, (laughs) Um, but that grace is even more. It doesn't. It says that the grace abounds. Romans 6, 1. Right, right. And so I just was struck by that because um, just because just because saying about how much greater, and that's what that whole verse is saying, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by grace come yes. in. And so just being aware of, in spite of the fact of how great sin is and that it leads to death and we are all sinners and we all are headed to death, but that grace that brings salvation is greater. Absolutely. That's why y'all love Jesus, man. Right. Closing thought, Dan? Just two things. Number one, bouncing off of of what Mona said, you know, there's a hard stop after that. I I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you've done in your past. The grace is greater. Yes. It doesn't matter how much, whatever. You you cannot, no matter how hard you try, and some of us, it seems like we're trying all the time, no matter how hard you try to out-sin God's grace, you can't do it. So rest in that fact. The other thing is, going back to what we were talking about, reading the Bible, you know, God's not a bare minimum God. No. Don't be a bare minimum worshiper. If you're going through a long period of time where you don't feel joy, and and hopefully one episode we can talk about the difference between happiness and joy. You, Mm. You may experience a loss of happiness, but as long as you've got Jesus, you should never experience a loss of joy. Right. Go back and look. Are you just doing that bare minimum to say, hey, I did this in a year, or hey, I, I got through this? Or are you really worshiping with everything you've got a God that is full of abundance? Yep. Amen. Like it. Well, I was going to sing for y'all <laughs> to close us out, but I think we're out of time. <laughs> I will cut that mic. <laughs> I was just going to sing grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all, my sin. all our sin. So, hey. Man, this was good. Okay. It just ran through. So next week, Lord help us. <laughs> I'm asking Jesus to show up next week. We're turning the reins over to producer Dan and youth pastor Drew. Okay. Well, we'll see how this rose rolls around. So it's the hour long Thanksgiving special, just to let you know. <laughs> Get ready. So uh, here's the truth. Um Miss Mona and I will be back in two weeks. And we're going to be talking about, I don't know, we'll let you know. But next week, seriously, next week, tune in. If you heard them last week, they have a lot to say. These guys are going to be great 
um, preachers themselves one day. I'm so blessed to call them friend. But Dan Amos and Drew Meadows will be here next week, and I cannot wait to hear what they have to talk about. Um, but hey, I'm Pastor Hank, Pastor of Marion Baptist Church. This is the Mosaic of Marion. Miss Mona. Miss Mona. My home slice, producer Dan. <laughs> hey, pray us out. All right. I'm working on it. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to sit for a minute before you pray. True. God, I'm just so, because I was just wanting to say thank you for your grace, and it just overwhelmed me for a minute. And um, I pray that we would be overwhelmed by yes. your grace and that free gift of grace that you gave to us because you chose us and said, I want to have a relationship with you, and I want to redeem you. And so I pray that those who are listening and those of us who are speaking, that we would seek to know more and more, that we would seek to grow closer and closer, and that we would never be satisfied yes. with where we are in our relationship with you. Because um, until we are standing face to face before you, that we need to grow grace by grace. And so, Lord, would you lead us and guide us? And would, I pray that we would keep our eyes open on you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for trusting us with it. And thank you for the privilege of um, sitting behind these mics. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.